North Look, they're in prison. I don't exactly care whether they get cold at night or not. And on a weird note to start the podcast, we're talking about people in cold in prison. <laughs> Not here in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Movies on the Rocks, the internet's best and drunk podcast, where we have a very, 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 very special edition mm-hmm. of Movies on the Rocks for you. I'm your host, Mike Setzler. Across from me is Jared Murawski, and to his right this is, is part two. Listen, I Joshua I, Long. I can't tell you how special this episode is. It is so special. <laughs> we have practiced. <laughs> And rehearsed <laughs> so much for this episode. Oh, God damn it. I swear, it's like we almost like recorded an entire episode before this just to do this episode. <laughs> but we, never quite got there. We, we did a dry run, if you will. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be drinking two beers because I am over this shit. Already. Already. I got a nice Samuel Adams fresh as hell is. Hells. 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 Hellas. 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 Uh, which is quite delicious. It has orange blossoms. And then I got as close to a Mexican beer as I possibly could in honor yes. of Sicario. Cheers, boys. Because it's brewed in St. Louis. It's extremely insensitive. It's brewed in St. Louis and it's made by Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, and it's just called Land Shark because he likes the islands. You're calling him Mexican. I said it's as close to a Mexican lager as it could possibly be. Yeah. You know who should make a beer? Yeah. Coconut Pete. I didn't have Corona, goddammit. Coconut it. Pete. You, you've never seen Club Dread? Club Dread? Oh. Broken Lizard? The guys that did Super Troopers? No. Oh, do you gotta watch Club Dread? It's not bad. What a great... Do, I watched that. Do you guys know what the secret to Coconut Pete's paella is? <laughs> no. Coconut Pete's paella? Coconut... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta watch Club Dread. Okay. And then you'll get it. I'll have to but watch that. In the meantime, boys, I did it. I did it. I did it. And you watched Sicario. Instead of watching Fate of the Furious this weekend, I watched Sicario. You were probably way better off. Oh, man. Let's be honest. This is as Woo! much of a review as it is a test. Yeah. We don't really to see know. if you actually um, watched it. I don't know if you actually right. watched it. Because Sicario. last time you tried this over on us, you didn't actually watch it, and you, <sighs> you even gave up halfway. Mm. Mm. So, mm-hmm. at what point in the movie do Brolin mm. and Emily Blunt have sex? Never. Okay, check. Check one. Check one. All right. All right, Jared, your turn. At one point, do Josh Brolin and Benicio Del Toro have sex? Twice. Check. Check two. <laughs> 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 it's called Sicari Holes. <laughs> so okay, so so I went to so I I was gonna watch another episode of Iron Fist Friday night. At least it wasn't Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the third <laughs> season actually of that. Could, couldn't Iron Fist technically almost be Yu Gi Oh? Uh, <laughs> actually, it's Iron probably Fist, more entertaining. I can see that. So, so Iron Fist. I went to. I was. We were gonna watch another episode, and then I was like, <sighs> and then we switched over, and we were gonna watch a movie. Amazing. And I started that movie, and then I went. What was that movie? <sighs> Tell me now. BFG Ooh. on Netflix. We were gonna watch that. Mm, big fucking and then, guy. Big, big fucking guy. And so then, and then uh, I, I stopped it. And then I jumped right over to Hulu, went Sicario, play. And I was like, fuck it, we're watching it. And Sam's like, well, well, okay, I guess we're watching Sicario now, I guess. She was all prepared for Big Fucking Guy, and all of a sudden man, she's getting hit, man. Those are two drastic changes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so what, what, ra- what replayed in my head 
was the time that Jared said, any two hours you spend watching something else, you could have finished Sicario. Yeah. yeah. And I just said, fuck it, I'll watch Sicario. And I watched Sicario. I'm glad my words could have some, uh, it was some we- weight on your life. It, well, I mean, it had a lot of weight over the past few months. Yeah. Because I was denying it in spite. That's that's why you fucked up just a few yeah. minutes ago, because you just kept thinking about Sicario. Probably. Yeah. Or hanging yourself. <laughs> I mean, listen. If you want to tie a bed sheet, just jump off a bunk. Let's go for it. Probably would have ended. It would have ended just like Sicario. Yeah. You'd have died quite depressingly. So, all right. Since we're doing, where do you want to start? So, Grill me. What does Sicario mean, Mike? It means Hitman. Okay, great. So, did you know that they are also doing a sequel? Yeah, Hell or High Water. No. I'm just kidding. Mm. It, he's doing a second one. It's called Sicario. Now. <clears throat> If Sicarios. <laughs> Multiple Sicarios. Yeah. It's called Sodaudo. It's what called Hitman. What, do, what does that mean? What? What does Sodaudo mean? That's the sequel. That sounds like something. I, I don't know. But no it sounds like something. It means soldier. Oh. 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 So right. the second one's going to be called Soldier. Is it Josh Brolin? It's so everyone but Emily Blunt is back. Well, that's disappointing. Okay. Um, but the director, jo- Jackie Villeneuve, is not back because he's going to be doing Blade Runner. Dennis? Yeah. Denise, is he still doing Denise Blade Runner? Villeneuve. Isn't he done with it? I mean, he's going to be in post and everything. All right, fair no, enough. No, well, he just signed up to do uh, Doom. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, so, anyways, back to Sicario. So, so, how do you want to do this? You want you guys want to ask me we, questions? We, what do you want? What do you seen want? It. I know. Give what us, you want, what give do us you your want feedback. So, the fuck did you think about the movie? All right. Yeah. Here's my immediate thoughts. Solid B. Oh, here we go. Solid B. I'm solid I, B. You know what? I respect that. Solid B. You know why I respect that? I respectfully. Respect to deny that solid B. Yeah, I mean, I'm not giving it an A plus. I was, I, I was, I think I was a bl- Emily blunted by this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. He told me that he watched Midnight Special. Have you seen Midnight Special? No. Re- yeah. Phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It's a good movie. He said, "No, yeah, it's a good no. movie." Sorry. Okay. It's a good movie. Yeah. So, so this I'm, is also the guy that it took him forever to get into Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. For us to convince him of that. So, so Sicario. So I'm watching. So why, why is it before, a solid B? Why is it a B and not an A? Because there's a big difference there. Mm-hmm. That was the difference between me getting twenty dollars, yeah, and ten dollars, yeah. So for allowance, it, it got <laughs> straight. You got that much great. Yeah, that's a lot of allowance. Got like five bucks, man. I, oh. I came from a rich family. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So so it. So it's it just no, clear, it, clearly it, we're from Connecticut. The the movie just kind of happens in front of me. Yeah, and like, that's like all other I, like every other movie. No, 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 no. But like, planet. but like, but like with with certain movies to me that are A's, I I end up having an emotional connection to the movie. Okay. Whereas this one, it went by, it told me a story, and I never I never fell into anybody's. I couldn't relate to anybody, so I just kind of watched it all happen, and I went, well, that was a good story, but I don't have any connection to it. Now, did that happen because you were... So, all right, let, let me mm-hmm. rewind a little bit. Yeah. First 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Yeah, it was intense, right. and I was drawn in. So, did you get out of that because if you stepped into the shoes of any single person in that movie, you knew that something bad might happen to them? No. I grew up in Texas. I was like, this is normal. Dude, first of all, there's a border. Yeah, I know. I've been to the town that they're talking about. No, yeah. Yes, I have. No, yeah. Yes, I have. No, yeah. Laredo. Juarez. I sure have. Is not a city for an American. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. But 
it was not the way it was when I went. Mike was the... You were in War as Mike Mexico. was the original story of Sicario. Yeah. <laughs> he never wanted to watch it because he didn't just, want to... I'm he, actually the Sicario. He yeah, didn't want to relive... Just, he's just Brolin. He didn't want to relive his life. Yeah. Just Brolin. <clears throat> so, no. So, so listen. I, I'm watching going like, okay, these, these guys are going to go through this. But, like, I just never... I never got to that next level of emotional connection. Oh, I mean, so... Okay, I don't That's have why to... I'm, I'm giving it a solid B. Like, I, I, I did my entire college career as a solid B. Uh, oh. I just, and oh, I guess oh, what? I have a okay, degree. We get it, so Paul Heyman. You're comparing um, yourself to Sakar. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Solid B. I don't have to have an emotional connection with anyone to enjoy the movie and think it's great. And I, and like, I never said it. When I watch an Avengers movie or Guardians of the Galaxy, I obviously cannot relate to any of them, right? So... I didn't relate to anyone in the movie because I can't know what that is exactly like to live in their position. Mm -hmm. But what I do instead is I feel the intensity of the moment. Like Sicario for me and why I connected it very much was it was very tense. Mm -hmm. It was a good thriller. It reminded me of Clear and Present Danger. My Oh, I need to rewatch that movie. It's uh, so fucking good. The word I would use for the movie is very visceral. Yes. Um, And to your point on, you know, not being able to connect with someone... But live through the decisions that they, they make right. in a movie. I, I recently I talked to I watched Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't compare myself to that guy. He wouldn't take a laugh. I would kill as many people as I could. <laughs> I'll fucking get through a, a battle. I'm yeah. Kill everyone. I don't care. Yeah. But I you still embody that person and you go right. through it in their in their shoes. Right. So you you kind of still experience it without having an emotional connection. You feel the intensity of the moment. There, there is still sure. an intensity in the, the action and the cinematography right. and, and mm-hmm. whether it comes down to the drama or the, the the soundtrack or whatever, you know, you still can experience it. Right. And listen, I'm not saying this wasn't I wasn't intense or I wasn't excited. I, I was I was watching this movie I kind of and I'm going like this. this is good. No, so did this I. is a yeah. good movie. I never said this was not a good movie. No, no but I kind of expected this. Is this. A good movie. I kind of expected this point because a, we we built it up, sure. probably too much. That's fine. And and b like the circumstances at which you watched it under. Sure. You know, like yeah. switching from BFG and another <laughs> mental mode and then coming to Sicario. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're just like, like fuck it, I'm going to watch this. When I watched Sicario, I had just stopped um, MILFs on hire for hire. Right. You know? So... You were definitely on a high. Yeah. You were hiring the I get it. Yeah. Look, but this is the same thing like when I watched Hurt Locker. Like, everyone had exploded well, Hurt, this Hurt movie. Locker is shit. Well, First off, Hurt it, Locker is shit. It won some awards. No, so. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying. It's still shit. It won some awards. I could break that thing down like a shotgun. It's pretty so, terrible. It's bad. But so, what but, I but would you, compare it to. But you watch it. You watch these movies on such like everyone's talking about them, and I'm like, let's bring it down a bit. Like let's let's bring it down just a bit. Like that's where like Sicario. I'm like, this was a really really good movie, but like that's why I'm like be solid B, like yeah. a B plus. It's sublime. Like it's it wasn't an A, but to me that's where like I can see that. So what this movies was, are A's for you? Oh jeez! Uh, out of the right off. The what has bat. what 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 meets an A criteria? Porky's too. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> season the two. Movie. Season two of Yu-Gi-Oh is solid A. It's it's obviously not X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But no, so so it's just like just watching Sicario. Like I'm just like it came in at a really good level. 
Like, it wasn't a bad movie. I really what did your liked wife, it. What did your wife think? She finished it, and she looked at me, and she said, what did we just watch? Hmm. I... I honestly kind of had the same reaction yeah. at the. I, I understood everything that was going on in the movie, but at the end, I was like, "What? Like, uh-huh. what did I kind of just watch?" It yeah. takes a moment to kind of soak in right. what actually happens and what they delve right. into. It's a there's a and, lot there. And I'll be honest, like I really didn't get some of the nuances of the story until the second or the third watch. Yeah. See, see, this would be something that I would need to. But uh, to watch again, but at the same time, I can see where like this was his this was the writer's first big feature, right? Right. So I can see how like the writing there was so good that his second time out with Hell or High Water got nominated for Best Picture. Oh, it's so good. Like I can see that like there were pieces here of his writing that could be translated, and he's going to have a it's, very, very, very it, good career. I, yeah. I, I think it's astonishing that he has the, so you compare these two movies right you've got Sicario and Hell or High Water right they're two totally different movies two, two very different movies but in the same time they're all very tight tense right. thrillers in a location that is so expansive right that it only in certain points in both of the movies where you get to Banks and Hell or High Water and the tunnels in Sicario where things get like John yeah. John Wickish. They're, 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 they're expansive, but at the same time, it still feels very paranoid mm-hmm. and very insular through right. the what, whole movie. What what is what is you know ten miles to someone who needs to patrol hundred of them? Right, right, know? yeah. And so that that is where like there were very very good moments of this movie, like the yep. opening fifteen minutes. You're already you are very much like holy shit. We're we're in this. Well, that the moment where they start pulling the the panels down, right? You know, like the, there's a lot of great execution and the kind of thing that kind of, you know, not jumping off bed execution, but um, the, there's a lot of. <laughs> Let's be honest. He just leaned forward from a window. <laughs> the um, what I'm really interested into is how much of this movie was, even though the script is great and the writer's obviously great because he did Hell or High Water, which is a great movie. Um, how much of it was Danny Villeneuve uh-huh. and the what, DP, what? and the DP um, yeah. Roger Deakins, who, in my opinion, is the best DP to live in our time. So, so okay. So, give me two things. So, a, what are the uh, what are a couple other that the director did, and two, what are the so Danny Villeneuve did Arrival. Okay, that's um, the only I can one, right? I can see he's, the uh... he's doing Blade Runner and Dune, and he did um, Prisoners. Danny Villeneuve. Oh, yeah. with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and. Yep. Okay. So great, great fucking. And then what about the? uh, And Roger Deakins has pretty much made any amazingly cinematographic movie that you have seen. He does all the Coen Brothers stuff. Okay. He did. uh, I could feel Spectre, but what was the Skyfall? Okay. I can get that feel. Skyfall. There's a certain like brightness Mm -hmm. to both Villeneuve's and and his movies. Mm -hmm. Even so, and this goes back to what I was talking about talking about with like the tightness right of movies prisoners right right yeah oh absolutely it happens through an entire town right yet we were stuck in the corridors of hallways Mm -hmm. right and and like backyards right and even though it is a dark it's constantly raining it's like a it's almost like a bright dark blue Mm -hmm. every single place you go to yeah right and it's it's almost like you it shocks your senses of like where you are and what you're seeing 
Yeah. And I think it's great. I think he's a fantastic director. The DP obviously does some great job. Oh. So I watched a lot of behind the scenes, and one thing that Danny Denis. I can't say Dennis. Denis. Dennis. Because he's whatever. Is it not two N's? It's so it's Denis, Denis versus yeah. De- Dennis? It's D-E-N-I-S. Dennis yeah. the Dennis. So Denis said when he was doing the behind the scenes, apparently the lead character was not was Josh Brolin originally. Yeah. And when he came on board, he added Emily Blunt. Because he said, I felt like... So the writer had... Josh Brolin added Emily Blunt. The writer... No. Oh. The writer had Josh Brolin's character okay. as the main character. And when Denis Villeneuve came on board, he said, I felt like he wasn't good enough for the audience to have a segue th- through into the piece. So I added Emily Blunt's character mm-hmm. to be to be the main character See, because I felt yeah. like the audience needed a portal that they could come through to so into his, the movie. His intention might have been that, but I didn't see that at all. If right. you had what you were talking about with just Josh Brolin... And Benicio del Toro's character, I see that as like a, a movie I've recently watched again. Mm-hmm. Tango and Cash. <laughs> it's it's these two heavyweight guys uh-huh. who have different personalities. There, there would have probably been more scenes with just the two of them so, that got replaced by her. So so what I would say is seeing as how like I felt like he came on and added Emily Blunt's character and he he showed he portrayed this film through her mm-hmm. and that's where I felt the most disjointed. By watch it, I felt like I was watching this through her eyes, and she wasn't actually contributing to this entire plot well, that no, was going she, on. She is the audience, right? But which, a lot of, which, a lot which of is, movies do that. I but, say, which is, which is, I think it was a good thing. It added some extra, like it added us to the right. audience to this film. But at the same time, it kept us disjointed from it, which is probably why I felt nothing as a well. Watching. No, I would say that that's the exact emotion they were going for well right. i did because you did. don't you i'm don't, not a female you don't i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm joking Keep not going. not what i was saying but mm-hmm. you don't live in this world that you're being thrown into right and right. neither did she you don't she's know she's a fish out of water you don't know what yeah. you can say oh yeah there's cartels and and you know yeah. drug lords and of course there's border patrol and the dea and the fbi and the cia yeah but what really goes down and then when you get into the nitty gritty of it you're like oh shit like what the fuck is going on here and that makes sense why so another FYI the whole last scene where the end of the movie Benicio comes over to her apartment that was all that was not originally scripted and that was originally a different ending and then Emily was like I think we need to do something different yeah and they just started ad-libbing it and coming up with it on set with Benicio Okay. And so the ending that's there is what they kind of came with up on the fly as they're acting it out, and they're finding that out mm-hmm. what's true for the characters. I felt that ending was great. Yeah. Um, yeah and I think that what came out of that, that one singular line that he says that I've actually posted on Facebook a couple of times as I make my quippy one-liners you know, mm-hmm. about society. There's usually um, like three sentences, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's when he says, you know, this is the land of wolves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Basically, which speaks to everything is the audience, you don't know anything about what goes on out here. Yep. You know, you think you do, you don't know anything about this shit. Right. And this is way beyond your pay grade. You don't understand it. You just need to let us fucking deal with it. Yeah. Stay out of our way. Mm-hmm. And... And I think that, that to me was like, after like, taking it in and watching this film, like... And digesting it in my head, it's it's the there's nothing that anything 
anything they do in this movie does not change the landscape at all. Which is, like, I think a macro way of looking at everything because you get that soldier that comes in after they've done a big kind of raid and things like that the soldier's like hey check this out and it's like you watch and there's still shit happening still cartels happening after they kill the the cartel boss right and then it's like they're standing out or after they bring the guy in and they go up on the roof and look through the binoculars and they start like you cut the head off the snake and now they're all fighting yeah you know that shit's still it's still going to continue it's never gonna happen you took that correctly I feel like it's that's good I I, I deciphered something well right that's good it's not winning a war it's keeping the checks and balances Mm -hmm. right Um, right I mean, listen. Which is what they talked about when, because he was actually Colombian cartel, mm-hmm. Benicio. Yeah. And they're like, she's like, you're making a deal with the Colombians? It's like, what the fuck do you expect us to do? Yeah. At least when they were in power, like, shit didn't go off the hinges. Right. You know? Like, so what do you want from if, us? If you, if you have something that's slightly in control, yeah. or, or if you, that you're you're paired with, you can at least have some sort of control over everything. Right. But when, when you cut off the snake's head, it's all disarray, and you're like, fuck, there's nothing we can do about what, it. What, so, what, so, what evens in power is just insanity, yeah. you know, from, this, from that standpoint. Absolutely. So. So, so watching this overall, though, I don't want you guys to think that the hype was not there. This movie was well worth it. It is a great movie. Yeah. But, like, I'm just going to slide. It's like, it, for some reason, I, I just don't think it's an A. If this is a solid B plus, B, it's like an 87, 88 out of 92. I, I think the so, minimum is a 90, but yeah, minimum. Out of 92 or 100? Yeah, out of 100. I don't give anything. I'm saying minimum. Nothing's okay. getting 100. But I don't know. I, there's a couple movies I'd give 100. Saving Private Ryan gets 100. That's like a perfect movie. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. pretty good. Fuck it's not 100. Right. But I'm, I'm giving it like an 87. An eighty-seven. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Mm. No, no, not many people get eighty-sevens these days. Yeah, but that still says like a B. Still says like you you still failed. No, you didn't. <laughs> you st- <laughs> They're gonna hand you a degree and you walk try, you across you try, the stage. You tried and still failed. No, you're, no, you're God, a, no. You're that's, a doctor, listen, but you're not a brain surgeon. Yeah, yeah. that's so, what happened in my house. I brought a B home, and my mom was like. It's still not an A. Go back. <laughs> go back and tell them Guess to give you're you going an a. back tomorrow. Yeah, go back and tell them to give you a best picture, goddammit. Like, and you what, went back and you got a best picture. And that's why all through high school, I was just like, ah, fuck it. Steve, I'll get A's in college. Steve, yeah. Steven Spielberg came home one night and he told his wife that, uh, yeah, we were nominated for best picture, but uh, we lost to Shakespeare in Love. And his wife was like, go get a hotel room. Yeah. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> in the guest house. Go, go get that big fucking guy already. Go you're, get him. You're, you're sleeping sl- on the couch in the pool house. In the second guest house. Yeah. Listen. Yeah? Okay. 87, guys. In the guest, See the movie. guest house. See the movie. We've it's seen, a good movie. We've seen the movie. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling so, the audience. What was your favorite part of the movie? It, I mean, at, since it's only an 87, did you possibly have one? <laughs> the credits, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the opening where it told me what hit me. It's the car I meant. Uh, no, probably the intensity of the, the opening scene. Okay. Like I will, I will definitely take that. And then the, when the shed went off, I was like, okay, we're in some shit. Yeah. I was like, we're setting up. And then it kind of like, it kind of like, it kind of slightly increases and then it kind of comes down. It's, it's, it's a weird emotional ride. I'd probably need to watch it again to give it like it two more points. Three. I think you might find that it emulates Emily Blunt's emotional ride a little bit. So yeah. I mean, I, I, I would give this another watch. I would. 
when I have time in between Yu-Gi-Oh episodes. Yeah. But who does? I mean, listen, there's 50 episodes a season. Having met having my dad in the job that he does, yeah. I can't tell you. So, another thing I I got from the special features was that Josh Brolin kind of initially, I think he was very very good by the way. He's always good. Yeah. But Josh was, Brolin was initially the my favorite character was Benicio, but um, Josh Brolin was originally hesitant to do the character the way they had scripted it. Mm-hmm. He didn't think a CIA guy would wear flip-flops and be so eccentric. I dug that but so much. Having been around those guys, yeah, these bunch of basi- nerds basically played him to a T. Yeah, so, so that was one of the best lines of the 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 movies. They landed from Phoenix. He I, and I love this about the writing. It kind of gives you that. Um, uh, like there's certain HBO shows that do this where they're like, we're going to drop you in and we're going to tell you context clues, mm-hmm. but we're not going to just like expose it for you. Right. And so I love like he picks up the phone and he's talking to somebody. He's like, yeah, we just landed in Phoenix and, uh, you know, we're, we're about two hours out. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll see you there. And he clicks and then he tells uh, Emily Blunt's friend, he's like, you're driving us to Phoenix or to Tempe or whatever. And, and then she's like, oh. and then he's like, got to learn to sleep on a plane. Because I was just like fantastic, like because yeah. every time he jumps on a plane, he starts sleeping. Because he's like, right. I, this is where I'm gonna have to catch sleep. Right. I, I dug that so much. He's good. He was a great character. Yeah. He's very good. But he he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thanos and he's gonna be dead. I Cable. I really like it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Josh just tried to strike me. He did. He's just well, striking he's, the. Head he off. is the Sicario. The um. <laughs> One of my hey, another man. another scene I really liked was when Benicio they get they, after they go and fetch the guy, which that whole scene of fetching him was extremely intense. No, you know just the music, how it scored, the sound effects. Score was phenomenal. By yeah. the way, how how they once they get For in the you. cars and they're driving and they go through everything and they pick him up. That whole sequence is very intense, very well executed. Then they get him back to the thing, and Benicio, you don't know what's going to happen with this guy. And Benicio just walks up to a fucking water cooler. He sits having a conversation with a guy. And he's like, great. You know, I'm glad you got out. You know, like, thank you for... I'm glad you're the one that helped. And he just fucking pulls up this jug of water. And he's like, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah. And then he goes in there with it. Yeah. And just fucking, like, ponies straight up to the dude. Like, dick and mouth. Yeah. Practically almost it, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to leave you guys be, Josh Brolin. And you're <laughs> like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm about to see some waterboarding. You know? Yeah. But, um... There's just scenes like that, man. The little gems throughout the whole movie for me. I thought the high, like the highway scene, like you were just not, like you didn't know what was going on there. You didn't, yeah. You were like, this could be your typical like Michael Bay, yeah, good, oh, gotcha. good guys taking out bad guys, or else like they could like get wrecked in yeah. that right. scene. Um, and I thought that was, it played out very tense, yeah, very very tense. Yes. I mean, you talk, like I feel like it's the the three acts is you get the first fifteen minutes. Where they're they're checking out the the estate where mm-hmm. all that shit was happening. Mm-hmm. You get the highway scene where you kind of know a little bit, but you're still Emily Blunt's character is still like right n- Confused, new new yeah. blood, and and then you get to the the tunnels, and she still doesn't really know that much, but she's more in in uh, engulfed yeah. into all of these things, and yeah. then they're like, who like who the fuck is who at this yeah. point? Yeah, and she starts making it out. At that point, she, you're her. You're like, who the fuck do I trust at this point? Yeah, yeah. They 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 dropped so many lines throughout uh, Benicio's entire mm-hmm. 
like that, that you th- could think that he's a double agent or right. something of a bad guy, good guy, and you're like, I'm just, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm yeah. waiting for it. Ah, there you, it is. You kind of really, you know, it's 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 a little underplayed the end of just how brutal mm-hmm. what he does mm-hmm. is. Yeah. But it happens, and that's, yeah, it happens, and then you're like, you're kind of numb to it as well. Right. Like, See, you, it you does, really don't process how the, brutal it is. The, yeah. the scene that I think really helps you kind of understand when you're someone who is akin to that kind of thing right. is the depot scene where they've got everyone outside of the, I think it's a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, they're all like scared shitless. Yeah. Right. And it's just, it's a bunch of like fucking white people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, you've got a couple other guys coming in and they're just like, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. No, no, no. Right. And yeah. you're just like, holy shit, like, these people are yeah. literally scared out of their minds. A, right. B, a, B, D, and E can go. Everybody else, don't move. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's it's intense. And, all right, guys, 88. I'll give it an 88. Put it in Not an 86. Put it in a 90. And I'll, and I'll let what happened earlier go. 89. All right, 89. And a half. Listen, check out the movie. It's good fucking movie. It's good. <clears throat> Very good. So uh, that'll do it for movies on the rock special was, edition. This was Mike's. Are you review. are you feeling are you feeling happy about this? This Jared? was this was Mike's review of the movie. Is there another movie I need to look forward oh, to now? He's doing the NPR voice. Sicario. Sicario. <laughs> Starring Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin. This was, Emily Blunt. This was Mike's uh, review of uh, Churro. Hello. <laughs> Sure. Later next week, he's going to talk about how sugary and sweet they are. (laughs) You did say if there was another movie, and I think a movie that's very similar in terms of like a visceral movie that you might not be able to get into the shoes of a character, but you'll you'll (laughs) yeah, give me the same movie to watch. You'll you'll live through it though. Is uh, Green Room? Green Room. Watch Green Room. Yeah. That's the Patrick Stewart movie, right? He's he's been done like that much, but yeah. Is there another movie? Or does I have to watch Green Room? It is, it is actually one of Anton Yelkin's last movies. Oh, I love him. And that that gives you more... Yelchin. Sicario. <laughs> Yelchin. Victor, Charlie Victor. Bar- Charlie Bartlett. <laughs> Charlie Bartlett. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Robert Downey Jr. All right, that's yeah. it. That's Joshua Long. That's Jared Murawski. I am Mike Setzer. Please so, visit us on Movies on the Rocks. And please... Leave reviews. Please, we leave cannot reviews. stress that enough. We 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 need your reviews. We need you to please share the podcast. Um, share it. Yeah, please hit us up at movies on the rocks podcast at gmail dot com. Tell us please. how much you hate us. Tell us how much. Tell us how much you hated every or don't hate every us. Every racist thing we might have said during did, this episode. Yeah. Did you like Sicario? And the stuff that you didn't hear before we tell started us if you didn't recording like, this yeah. episode. Tell me if we sounded good on this episode. Tell us if you like Sicario. Yeah. Or do did, you like Sicario? It doesn't matter. This is. Do you the agree quiet with Mike's? Storm. You know, eighty-nine percent rate. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Do you Check think? Do you think it should be a ninety? And that will and do it. Next week on Movies on the Rocks.